Welcome to this amazing, mind-blowing podcast. From slinging breakfast on Radio 1 to being the mayor who gets it done, it's time for our bi-weekly catch-up with Dunedin's mayor, Yes, Walking with Hawkins. That's right, I am joined now by the mayor of the Sphere City, Aaron Hawkins. Atamaria to you. Good morning. How are we today? Oh, good, thank you. Just uh, on my way in town on the number 14 bus from Port Chandler, just pulling into the stop at Maya. Oh. Almost at work. Oh, my. Oh, God. Got to watch out the, the signal. I've got to watch out for the phone signal. It gets a little bit lost around there. Um, yeah, but if I lose you at Ravensbourne, you know why. Yes, yes, it will. Uh, but Maya, what a lo- I've always wanted to live in Maya. It's such a lovely place. Little little still cove time. there. Still time. Yes, yes. All right, um, there is still time yet. I've never bought a house yet, so I might as well buy one somewhere. Why not, Maya? Right, um, now, you were you were for a while on the board of the Dean Fringe Festival. Um, you're a man of the arts, so I was quite disheartened um, when I saw the news uh, from uh, for a proposed new street trading bylaw, which would have a big impact on buskers and street performers, a proposed three metre distance for pedestrians uh, at all times, from pedestrians at all times, um, which means that unless everybody walks in a single file down the street, busking would be non existent. Um, why are you even looking at this? Uh, so, when we have to buy by law review our, our bylaws on a regular basis and so um, this one was an opportunity to look at a, at a whole bunch of things really around mobile trading and uh, people using a public space for business whether you're selling falafels out of a truck or uh, singing harmonic tunes or uh, harmonic tunes and um, so um, this is I mean, this is a, a, a proposal that's helpful public feedback and certainly we've had no shortage of that and we'll go through a uh, a public hearing process and um, ultimately make decisions on it in, in the coming weeks and months. But certainly nothing has changed at this point and uh, everybody who has submitted on that will have the opportunity to, to speak to that and, and uh, influence the eventual outcome. But it's always difficult when you put um, specific distances on things as we learned uh, when we were asked to uh, keep two metres apart from all other people uh, during uh, during the, the alert level system. Um, so, you know, there's, there's obviously questions about which things are not just manageable but uh, but enforceable, but i I'd just stress that uh, that is that's an ongoing process and all of those things will uh, come out in the wash. Yes, yes, I, I guess it will. I guess it will. Because um, I mean, the other thing that was in there was fundraisers. I mean, Daffodil Day is just around the corner, and you know you got to put your two dollars in the bucket, Aaron. Oh, that, so that, that's not the it's not the intention of that to capture, um, you know, people on a Friday collecting money on a street corner or or, or whatever. It's more about um, the kind of subscription based. Fundraisers, Greenpeace or otherwise, who take a far more uh, active role, shall we say, uh, in using the <laughs> in using the, the street to do their business. Far <laughs> <laughs> well, hilarious. Um, right, um, STV versus FPP. Um, 
uh, obviously single transferable vote versus first past the post. Um, now, a group is asking for the population to have its say on how we elect the council. Um, you decided last week to keep the status quo, surprise, surprise, uh, with, with STV. Um, why can't we have what a cost... You, what do you mean, surprise, surprise? <laughs> I'm just being cheeky, all right? It's oh, okay. my job. Um, but w- but why can't we have a costly referendum every five terms? Well, we can. The, the mechanism exists for... If anyone can get 5% of the registered voters to sign a petition by a certain date, then and we will have a referendum on our voting system. Um, you know, I don't think the cost of it is, a, is a, an argument against doing it. I think the argument against doing it is that first half of the is a less representative system uh, and, and why would you want to go back to something that, that presents you with a father, but a, an elected body that is less reflective of the community it serves. Yeah. Um, and, and I think it's a bit cute for a group called the first half of the post working group uh, to now turn around and say that they don't really have a preference about what the voting method is all they want to do is spend a quarter of a million dollars seeing what other people think. Um, and, you know, the the hint is in the name, I would have thought. Um, yeah. And so if people are going to push for uh, push for change, then um, they're welcome to do that. But uh, it would be um, probably help their cause. I, I would have thought to be more open and honest about that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, because isn't that what they're after themselves in some ways? Um, well, not that you're not open and honest, but, um, you know, they're, they're looking for some kind of representative system that works for them, and if they're not going to be open and honest about what they really want, then um, something just smells a bit off with that. But um, people, people can draw their own conclusions as to why this is the first time it's happened uh, since 2004. But and what we know is that uh, under the system that we currently have, uh, and single winner races uh, like the Merrill D. You elect a candidate with a, that has a majority support from the community. Mm-hmm. And in multi winner races like our council election, where more diverse candidates stand, this is the system that gives them a greater chance of getting elected. And I can't see why anyone would want to uh, would want, would oppose that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can see it because they didn't like the outcome of the election. Uh, and, and therein lies the problem, I guess. You know, I mean... Uh, you, you're going to easily get 5% of a population to not like something um, or the outcome of something. So, I mean, are we in, in danger of being beholden um, to the disheartened every time they don't like something? And, you know, can, can we not set this kind of thing in stone for at least 20 years before we look back on it or, or 30 years? Uh, well, I mean, you see I mean, Peter Barron is launching a petition to Parliament to get Parliament to change the voting method and local council elections to STV everywhere and his argument is that well, a cop-out from central government to leave the decision up to councils and communities. I mean, we, we don't have a first-past-the-post system for our general elections and twice been uh, confirmed uh, at a referendum. Um, you know, we, we want a proportional system and that came out of the situation we had where um, majority governments were being elected by a minority of the population. And that's exactly what happens in, in, in council elections, in mayoral elections, under first past the post. You have people elected with support of, in some cases, less than 30% of all people who vote. Now, that's, that's not a majority mandate in, in anybody's definition, I would have thought. And, and certainly, you know, I, I would support um, having a consistent voting method across local elections because, you know, the, the, the district council boards are 
obviously, by by or uses an STD system uh, it's confusing us to be able to vote uh, under two different voting methods. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it certainly would be it's easier, in my view, if, if it was mandated by the government and we can get on with the work around the country of electing um, um, more representative local councils. Alright, um, now I've never taken you to be a pyromaniac, uh, Aaron, but you sure do like playing with fire sometimes. Um, it's lower speed limits uh, through town, reducing uh, 30k zone, uh, increasing the 30k zone, um, 60 to down to 80 in high risk rural roads, 30 kilometres an hour through the Green Island shopping centre, 40k's on some residential streets. Um, you know, where's the evidence to suggest this is necessary? evidence tells us that uh, when you have uh, conflicts, particularly between vehicles and pedestrians, that the faster the vehicle is moving, the um, bigger the mess will be. Uh, and so but the, the speed limit review is done annually, and it generally responds to uh, certainly, you know, up, in, up through Pukeriki, up on Highcliffe Road, uh, no shortage of, uh, of um, requests over the years for a, a a lower speed limit out there because uh, the community don't feel it's safe. People go through at the posted speed limit, and so uh, every year we take a bunch of those. They're, they're assessed by staff, and they make recommendations about what is safe or what is more appropriate uh, given given the conditions. And then they get put out for public feedback, and similarly to the uh, to the, the, the busking issue in, in the final review, people make submissions, and decisions ultimately get made. But, um, this is what I would also um, say is that if people, if there are there are streets, you know, suburban or suburban centres or city centres or wherever that people think are, are worth changing, um, I would recommend that people flag those as tough, even if they're not on the list this time. Um, we do this every year, so I'd encourage people to flag them through this process so they can be picked up for the next iteration of the of the speed limit uh, mm. review but certainly you know there's no shortage of feedback when the, when we change the speed limit to 10k yeah. you know, it's been 30k <clears> through George Street for as long as I can remember probably as long as you can remember and that doesn't seem to have uh, caused anybody any issues so you know, extending the uh, the limit of those or the, the boundary of that area um I can't see that being the end of the world, but look, people take people take the speed limit very seriously. They do. What it should, in terms of what it should be, not necessarily in terms of following it. But um, and again, you know, <laughs> but it's, it's only it's only one factor, right? Ideally, you have um, built environments and urban environments that encourage people to think differently and, and drive more safely um, by design, as opposed to by. Um, uh, a, a, a sign on a post that says this is how fast you can go, but that is a, a, a far more well, it's, a, it's a lengthier and more expensive process to do that but, um, to do it through urban design rather than through the posted speed limit but this is the method that we have on an annual basis to, uh, to review um, the safety of our transporting So when it comes down to the crunch for these three things I've talked about, all three of them you can make submissions on your one, one's one's a um uh, uh, uh thingy bob i'm um, sorry um but you know you can have your say and and i think it's really important and you've pointed it out on, on all these issues that submissions are out there you can make a submission you can have your say so instead 
of uh, people getting up in arms about these proposed changes, they can help influence them. So this is democracy in action, really, isn't it? Yeah, you don't have to you don't have to go the whole hog and become the and, and stand for elected office to get involved in the decisions that you that your that your council makes. So if you go to the council's website, dunedin.govt.nz, there's a section that just is currently consulting on, and it will show you all of the things that are uh, out for. Uh, public feedback, and all of them have online submissions forms these days, and I would encourage anybody to, to get involved in those processes of the, um, the relatively harmless and, and painless way of uh, contributing and, and to the decisions that get made on your behalf. That's right, that's right. Uh, and just quickly, um, speaking of people on their behalves, I've had a message through, someone's asked a, couple, a question about um, Smooth Hill, uh, and the landfill, um, they want. They wanted to know, and I assume you don't have the information on this. They want to know the current projected airspace at Green Island Landfill, uh, and if you know the daily and yearly average fill rates uh, at Green Island. And if not, uh, where does one find that information? Uh, I don't. I don't have the. It's easy enough to get the the the, the fill rate. Um, yeah, Green Island, the consent for Green Island expires in 2023. Uh, there is an option to extend, not the footprint of the of the landfill, but um, the, extend the consent. So you know, it's an option to council to to extend that, which would buy us more time to uh, think about what we want to replace it with, what, the, what our waste system needs. But it's easy enough to. Um, just, if you want to know the, the the annual tonnage rate going through the through the gate at, at Green Island, just email uh, dcc at dcc.grbt.nz and someone from the waste team will be able to find that out for you. There you go then. Sorry. So if there's information you want to know, just ask. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, that's right. All right, well, um, we'll leave it there. Thank you, Aaron. Thanks for taking the time out on your bus trip. Thanks, Jamie. Almost there. Yeah, very good. Well, have a wonderful day and we'll talk again soon. You too. Cheers, mate. All right, as we should Aaron Hawkins there. Uh, and like I said, when it comes down to it, you have you, the ability to have your say on all issues uh, that are put out to public submissions, uh, which is the vast majority of council decisions. Um, you can influence them in a small way, but significant, especially if you've got enough people out there. Uh, voices can be heard very loudly uh, by um, the council. So have a say. If there's anything you're worried about, uh, if you don't like the look of something or if you like the look of something, let them know uh, and help them shape the city um, in a democratic way. Hmm? It's easy. It's easy. And if you go, well, I made a submission and they didn't listen to my submission. Well, maybe your submission was on the wrong side of the majority of the submissions. But at least you got your way. I mean, you say not your way. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.